Welcome queen to the body love binge with me Victoria. Although we're all unique, honestly I'm no different to you. I'm just a girl who's been through some hard shit, figured out how to thrive and made it her life's mission to help others to do the same. I've beaten anorexia, bulimia, binge eating disorder and I'm a domestic abuse survivor. My intention for this podcast is to empower you with weekly episodes on all things food freedom, body love and of course juicy, yummy self-love so you can embody the healthiest and happiest version of you. Enjoy the episode my love. Welcome to another episode. This may be, it will be, the last episode of 2022. So if you are listening to this before the new year, then I hope you have a wonderful New Year's Eve and you're celebrating and doing whatever lights you up. If you're listening to this in the new year, happy new year and welcome to the podcast in 2023. The title of this episode is called how to set new year's resolutions around health without fucking yourself over with diet shit. (laughs) Like the title? I loved it. Okay, so because before I go into it actually, I want to invite you, if you're listening to this before this date of the actual thing that I'm going to share of course, I'm hosting a free bonus workshop in my private Facebook group live on Thursday the 5th of January at 2pm Dutch time. So I know I have listeners from all around the world. In terms of the time that I've chosen, it should work for most of you. It just might be early morning, but I hope I can see as many of you there as possible. My intention for this workshop, which is completely free, I want to support you through intentional goal setting for the new year without fucking yourself over with diet shit. And so if you haven't already done so, join my free private Facebook group. The the link is below this podcast and this video. It's called The Body Love Binge on Facebook if you want to search it by groups as well. And the live will be taking place in there. So there's going to be a whole workbook that I'm going to send to each and every one of you. You'll be able to access that through the private group. So there'll be a workshop for you to, a workbook for you to fill in during the workshop. So it's going to be very interactional it's going to be very active and I'll be asking you to share it along the way as well we'll need about an hour to an hour and a half and then I'll be opening it up for questions and answers at the end as well so the recording will be kept in the Facebook group for a couple of weeks until it gets removed or put elsewhere so you will be able to watch the replay of it if you can't make it live so just to recap in order to be involved and receive the free workshop with the workbook. You need to join my free Facebook group, link is below, and I will admit you in and we will go from there. All right, let's dive in then. So the reason, of course, I'm sure you've guessed by now, the reason I'm recording this at this time of year is because it's a time of year again where people are saying things like, new year, new me, and I'll start it in the new year. This year is going to be the year that I fill in the blank. And as much as it excites me and really lights me up to see others choosing to better themselves and choosing to to make changes, I honestly also remember how miserable it felt for me when I set these goals 
and then failed these goals and I felt even worse about myself. In fact, the only resolution I ever stuck to back in my dieting days was to set myself a resolution to drink more water. I still do that to this day. I don't really measure how much I drink. I mean, I used to be obsessive with measuring. Um, If I was to guess between two and three liters, depending on what I do and what time of year it is, how hot it is, etc. But knowing what I know now, it actually doesn't surprise me that I stuck to this New Year's resolution of drinking more water because I was simply adding something in. I wasn't taking anything away. So more about this in a bit, as long as as well as other things. But I'm gonna speak specifically now in this podcast about setting goals around weight loss, fitness, and health. And those that are listening to the podcast, I've said the word health with bunny ear quotes, um, and I'll explain why in a minute. But regardless of your goals, if they have nothing to do with food, body, or health, I assume it will resonate anyway and support you. So goal setting and planning in terms of setting health goals and weight loss goals, etc., it actually relieves anxiety. It feels comforting knowing that you're going to, quote, do something about what's going on for you right now, quote, do something about my body, do something about my weight gain. And why do you want to do something about it is because you're not happy with what's going on now. If you're anything like I used to be, at this time of year, in between Christmas and New Year, you'll currently be hating what your reality is right now. You'll most likely have either binged or binged and purged the entire holiday season, or you may have promised yourself that you would eat more and stop exercising as much if you're in the anorexia or the orthorexia, as as you, you promise yourself you'll stop doing that, yet you're still currently stuck in the hellhole of restriction either way. You're most likely hating your body, hating the way you eat, hating the way you think, hating yourself because you don't seem to care about your health and you also hate how unfit you are. That used to be me, but it doesn't have to be this way. If you feel anything but peace or neutrality about your current situation, then you are resisting it. You are not accepting what is and that brings suffering. I'm just going to repeat that again because this is really, really key. If you are feeling anything but peace or neutrality around your current situation with your body, with your food, anything, then you're resisting it. You're not accepting what is and that brings suffering because pain is inevitable. Suffering is optional. I believe the Buddha said that. Whatever you resist, whenever you resist, you are choosing to suffer. Now that sounds crazy, but when you are resisting, you're literally choosing to suffer. Accepting something doesn't mean you approve it or you approve of it. It just means that you're accepting reality. You're becoming in alignment with reality. So when we accept reality we feel peace. It is what it is. There's a kind of letting go, a kind of giving up. The embodiment of acceptance is surrender. And that feels good. 
It really does. So I, I would love to go into into this with, on a more personal level with each and every one of you, but just think back to a time where you chose to let go, to stop fighting and to accept whatever was happening. And then remember how you felt physically when you had the feeling of surrender. You didn't mean you had to like what was going on, but that feeling of stopping fighting and giving up is actually a positive thing. So just see if you can connect to that. No change ever comes from shame. How many times have you set for yourself New Year's resolutions and then not managed to follow through with them at least by the time next January comes around? I've literally lost count for me. And that's because I used to set my goals based on fear I wanted to lose weight because I thought I needed to lose weight in order to be happy. I needed to be smaller in order to be sexy and desired. Fear. I wanted to get super fit. I wanted to be the best in the gym. Why? Because I felt like I needed to prove that I was enough, that I was more than enough. And if I was good enough, nobody could emotionally hurt me fear. That turned out to be completely untrue because I was simply hurting myself. I may have been good enough for most people, depending on what their perception of reality was. I was never good enough for me. Fear, right? And so your soul work already in this episode, I want you to take some time to write down your past goals and write down why you wanted to achieve those goals. And then write down next to each goal, love or fear, depending on where the goal was born from. And then I want you to focus on the ones that were born out of fear only. So pause this, I mean, who who even does that? But seriously take time to do this because it's so freaking powerful. If you have paused it, welcome back, amazing. Choose the goals that you have tried to set in the past or have set in the past that were based from fear. We're gonna work with these. So how? my question for you now around these goals that were set in fear is, how many goals that were born from fear have you achieved and then sustained? I thought so, I'm, I'm assuming zero or not many at all. Here's the thing, right? We think that we can shame ourselves into being better, but that actually never works long-term. If we want to set goals that we can actually achieve and sustain, they must be born from a place of genuine love. A goal that is born from fear isn't your goal anyway. A goal that is born from fear isn't your goal anyway. It's what your environment has conditioned your ego into believing that you should do. Think about that for a minute. A goal that is born from fear is not your goal anyway. It's what your environment has conditioned your ego into believing that you should do. So I'm going to share with you now how to set goals that are meant for you. And so I was feeling personally, I was feeling into how I personally set goals. And I actually realized a big thing. 
I don't set goals at all. I have desires that are born from love. And this is obviously through a lot of spiritual and personal development work that I've done in order to get to this place. So I don't have goals. I have desires that are born from love. I then set an intention for each desire and tune into how I would like to feel when I've achieved this desire. And then I tune into whether or not the action steps that are needed to be taken bring me energy, make me feel energized or whether they drain my energy. And then I take the action. So many people assume that intentions are the same as goals, but this isn't true. Yes, they're similar, but intentions does not have a specific end result. It's more of a guideline of what you should do to become who you want to be. Remember in the last episode, I believe it was, I talked about the have, do, be model and we flipped that into the be, do and have. Just going to repeat the last sentence of what I just said in terms of intentions. Intentions are more of a guideline of what you need to do in order to become who you want to be. So it's a state of being other than a thing. A lot more powerful. It's right to the root of your identity, not a behavioral level. So as I reflected on this, I saw that I actually set my goals without even realizing, or a desire, should I say, and it's actually an acronym. So the word life, each letter stands for each pillar of how I set goals or desires for myself. And I'm gonna go through each one with you now. So the L for life is love. Is this desire or goal born out of love? The I is intention. What is my intention for setting this desire? What meaning do I want to give to this? Is this in alignment with my values, who I want to be as a person? The F is feeling. How do I want to feel when this desire has come to fruition? And the E stands for energy. Do the action steps needed give me energy or drain my energy? So I would like to run through two examples together so we can have a tangible example and work through it. And then I would like you to do the same for each and every one of your goals or desires, whichever you want to, however you want to call them. I prefer desire, it's more feminine and it is in more, and it's more in alignment with the word intention. So use whatever works for you. That way you'll be able to see if the goals you actually have for yourself are actually meant for you or whether you can let go of them and choose more aligned ones. And I'm gonna give you two examples here that might perhaps be one of yours that you have now and also how you can then change that goal or desire so it's more in alignment with who you are. If you're listening to this podcast, if you're watching this YouTube video right now, I'm going to lovingly assume that you want to learn how to live in food freedom and body love. And so I hope this example really resonates with you. The first example I'm going to use is, this was one of mine, if you couldn't guess when you hear it. My goal or my desire is to stop eating chocolate. 
L. Love. Is this desire born out of love? No, it's born out of fear because I want to stop eating chocolate so that I will lose weight and look better. I want to look better because I want to feel confident and I don't think that I look good enough as I am right now to be confident. The driver is fear. Next question or next acronym letter, I, intention. What is my intention for this desire? What meaning do I want to give this? Is this in alignment with my values? My intention is to stop eating chocolate because if I lose weight, it means I will be happier and more confident because I'll look better. Now I can see that this shows that I'm linking my weight to my worth and my happiness. And this is not in alignment with who I want to be because I want to feel happy and worthy regardless of my weight. F for feeling. How do I want to feel when this desire has come to fruition? I want to feel good enough. E is for energy. Do the action steps needed give me energy or drain my energy? The action steps that I would need to take in order to give up chocolate would be to literally stop buying chocolate, stop eating chocolate and give it up. This sounds horrible, really it sounds horrible to me and although I know it might give me a sense of achievement if I can manage to stick to it, it will be really hard because I have so much evidence, however many years evidence of it being exactly that and it will be really restrictive. It will almost just likely end up in a binge where I eat a shitload of chocolate after I've restricted it anyway. Again, I have like 20 plus or however many years of experience of that that will happen. This is all energy draining. This does not give me energy. So can you see from that first example that that is not a goal that is in alignment for the person who set this goal? That was the old version of me. I didn't know that for a while, so I continued trying to set that goal and continued to quote fail and feel worse about myself. You know the story, which is why you're here. And so I've done another another goal that's similar, that's more in alignment, and I'm gonna go through this with you now. Let's say my desire is to feel good in my body. L, love. Is this desire born out of love? Yes. I want to feel good in my body because life is about living and experiencing. When I feel good in my body, I feel vibrant and energetic and confident to do the things I've wanted to do that currently I've been putting off until I've quote lost the weight. I want to give myself the gift of feeling good from within. (sighs) Can you see that's born from love? I, intention, what is my intention for this desire? What meaning do I want to give this? Is this in alignment with my purpose and my values? My intention is to feel good in my body and to be someone who's body positive and body confident and body loving. Because when I do this, this will mean that I can enjoy life to the fullest This is in alignment with my values because I value freedom, authenticity, and peace. F is for feeling. How do I want to feel when this desire has come to fruition? I want to feel peace, 
free and confident to be my authentic self in my authentic body because strong women do not suppress their natural body size. E is for energy. Do the action steps needed give me energy or drain my energy? Victoria talks about adding things in and not taking things out. And so the action steps would be to practice intuitive eating, listening to my body, allowing all foods and adding in more nutrient dense foods where possible. When I do this, I will feel more energized because I won't only be nourishing my physical body, I will also be energetically feeling lighter and more vibrant because I'll be letting go of limiting beliefs that are currently weighing me down and causing me to binge eat. The limiting beliefs such as I need to stop eating chocolate in order to feel good in my body. That belief is just keeping me stuck. So the action steps would give me energy. So I would love for you to go through that process for yourself. And I have a blog where this is all written out as well. And I would love for you to share these with me on Instagram or by email or whatever. I genuinely would love to hear from you. Now I wanna talk about health goals. And I've even quoted, air quoted the word health, health, doing the bunny rabbit ears. Because when people say health, most of the time they just mean weight loss right? How honest can you be with yourself? In the past, when you've said, I want to be healthy, do you just not mean weight loss first and foremost, and then perhaps health? Food freedom doesn't mean eating whatever you want, but feeling shit in your body. It means eating whatever you want and feeling fantastic in your body, really. There is a discovery process for sure, But the main goal is to have both and and not either all. Yes, you get to have your cake and eat it as well. Because seriously, what's the point in having cake in the first place and if you're not even going to eat it? That's what I say. What does that saying even mean? You can't have your cake and eat it. Yes, you can. You can have your cake and eat it too because what's the point in having your freaking cake? And so any goal and desire that is based on health can be achieved if, number one, the desire is born out of love and not fear. Number two, you've separated health from weight and diet mentality. That is key. Health goals are a hell of a lot easier to achieve when they're divorced, completely separated from weight and diet mentality. You can make health-related resolutions if your weight isn't the equation or used as a measure of success. I'm going to repeat that. If you can, you can make health-related resolutions, goals, desires, if your weight isn't in the equation or used as a measurement of success. When you attach your health to your weight... When you attach weight to your health goals, you have a 95% chance of failure. I'm going to repeat myself again. When you attach weight to your health goals, you have a 95% chance of failure. When you don't attach 
your health goals to your weight or your weight to your health goals, you have a much greater chance at achieving them and sustaining them. For example, let's say if you want to improve your strength and fitness, eat more fruits and vegetables and get eight hours of sleep a night. Great goals, right? You've gone through the initial goal setting process that I've shared and these goals are born out of love. I feel like that's a song or something, but I won't, I won't subject you to my singing. You've gone through the initial process. The goals are born out of love. They're in alignment with your values. They feel good to you and the action steps give you energy. If all of those kind of check boxes are ticked, now I want to talk about measuring the quote success of your health goals. If your metric of success has anything to do with your weight, your body shape or diet mentality, which is for example, good or bad foods, then you're basically screwed. All you'll do is fall back into the shit show that you already know so well, okay? So instead, I want you to set out different ways to measure your success. And that can, with the goals that I've shared as an example, that could look like having more energy, period, feeling vibrant, sleeping well, and then waking up feeling rested. Not that you need like another five hours in bed before you get up. In the gym, it could look like lifting your weights until failure when you perform your last set, not counting reps or counting your weights or increasing your weights every time. I know that might sound a bit too dramatic because that can be helpful, but I've been there and done it. I was always trying to push myself, push myself, push myself. But sometimes if you're on your period or if you've had a bad day or if you're just tired, you're not gonna have that physical strength. And so therefore, if you don't hit your goal that you hit last time, I used to feel like a failure and I don't want you to do that either. So instead of basing your success on numbers, base it on your effort. So let's just say you're doing five sets of 10 reps with, I don't know, shoulder press, for example. On the very last set, so on your fifth set, and you've got 10 reps to do in each set, when you go to failure, so on the like eighth, ninth and 10th rep, you either fail, that's effort. So regardless of whether the week before you did 15 reps or you did a heavier weight, that doesn't matter because it's the effort that you put in. It can look like being able to run a certain distance without getting out of breath. Again, you're not gonna be like counting how fast, how many minute miles you're doing, how fast you're going in a certain distance. It's all about the ease and enjoyment of the run instead of how fast you're going. It can be having better digestion. It can be feeling in a better mood. All of these things that can be measured or focused on will help you reach and sustain your health goals. You may or may not lose weight during the process of progressing towards your health goals but the practice is to let that go this is the biggest practice of all your body is going to be whatever your body's going to be you can eat more vegetables you can sleep well you can get fit and strong and your body may or may not change because of the behaviors that you're participating in but regardless of all of what I've just shared you absolutely need 
first and foremost, a strong foundation of body acceptance before you can start making healthful choices without triggering yourself back into diet mentality. This is why I have a shit ton of body image work in my programs. You cannot live in food freedom, true food freedom, without a foundation of body acceptance. Trust me, I've tried. If you don't have body acceptance, you'll be emotionally and mentally restricting when you make food choices because you'll be secretly hoping that a certain choice will lead to your body changing or you losing weight. And when you make a choice from that place, you're screwed. So how about I set one resolution for you for 2023? And that is to make peace and accept yourself and your body. Because when you can do that, you have a strong foundation in which any health-related goal can be progressed from, including body love, body positivity, running a marathon, running a 10K, eating more vegetables, all of that can be born from the place of acceptance, which is the place of love and not fear, because acceptance is key. And if you would like help on your body acceptance journey, because then the question becomes, okay, well, how do I then accept my body then? If you want to end the war with food and with your body, there's three different ways that you can work with me. Number one is through my online program. So it's, it's a self-paced online program with a free support group. That's called the Body Love Bite. All the details are on my website. The second way you can work with me is in a group coaching environment. And this is for lifetime access of group coaching for the lifetime of the program. So there's no six months and you're out. There's no three months and you're out. You literally can be coached by me every month for the rest of the life of the program, including the entire four month program it takes for you to go through. So much content and value in there. That's the second way. That's called the Body Love Buffet. And then I have the Body Love Binge, which is one-to-one personalized coaching and you have 24-7 WhatsApp support. We go deeper than just food and body. We, we remove traumas, we remove blocks, all of that stuff. It's my most favorite thing to do because I don't want you to be stuck in this position now, next year, because if not now, when? I don't want you to be sat here in 2023 making goals for 2024 that were the same as this year, the same as the year before, the same as the year before that, because you cannot expect to get a different result if you're doing something different yet with the same motivation and energy behind it. Just because you found a diet that's wrapped up in a lifestyle ribbon and is not calling themselves a diet, it's still a diet. Anything that has the goal of weight loss is a diet. End of story and diets don't work for 95% of people. And honestly, if you want to ask about the 5%, there's a podcast episode I did that is titled, how do people who lose weight and keep it off do it? Go and listen to that. That will answer, I'm sure, all of your questions. And if you have any questions off the back of that episode that I've recommended, or this episode, then please just reach out to me on Instagram, Victoria Kleinsman Official, or on Facebook. Usually Instagram's better because Facebook kind of hides the message requests, 
or email. I will answer personally, usually with a voice note. Be courageous. Try something different. It will be the best decision you've ever made. And I don't say that lightly. Light, lightly. Likely? Lightly. Lightly. Almost got through a whole episode without me screwing up a word. At the very end, there it was. So whenever you're listening to this, happy new year, my love. I'm here if you need me. Thank you for listening. Share this podcast, rate this podcast. Actually do it because it really helps people find it. Sending you so much love from this year and beyond. I hope this episode was everything you needed to hear today and more. If you love this podcast, then please screenshot this episode and share it to your Instagram or Facebook stories and tag me at Victoria Kleinsman so I can share you with my audience and we can get my podcast out to more women that need it. Also, I'd be super duper grateful if you could rate and review this podcast as it really does help others to find it. Thank you so, so much in advance and I'll see you on the next one.